Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes. I don't know if I know the word in English, but um, I would say consistency. <laughs> Yeah. Like you have to continue doing um, just a few designs or a few paintings to change your whole scenario. You have to keep pushing yourself and and keep doing it, even though you're not selling or even though you haven't found that place that you need to to show your work, for example, or you don't have any clients. I think art is a form of expression for an artist. It is so personal, it's inspiring, thought-provoking. It's like a language in itself that can be interpreted in so many different ways and I believe can change lives. I am so in awe of all the artists that I have chatted with in this series and I have personally learned and gained so much from each conversation. And I hope you do the same. So happy listening. Hi everyone, today I am in conversation with the lovely Maria Montiel. Uh, Maria is Venezuelan, but she lives in Barcelona. Maria is an artist and a very, very talented artist. Um, And uh, as I saw on her website, uh, she says, and I quote her, She says, I want to share with the world my inner jungle full of passion and color. Thank you so much, Maria, for joining me today, because um, I'm sure you will, you know, have a lot to share um, with uh, not just with me, but also with my listeners and viewers. Hi, Payala. Thank you so much for inviting me. And hi and hello to everyone. Um, I'm super happy to be here and share um, a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. So those who <laughs> are not, those who are listening to the podcast and not and won't be watching um, the episode when it's published on YouTube, there's a lot of color uh, behind Maria and it's <laughs> all her art and it's, it's very vibrant, um, you know, and there's a lot of... Um, floral kind of depictions uh in in your art maria so i would love to talk to you about that but before we get into talking about your art um a little bit about your personal journey uh would be interesting great um well as you said i'm from venezuela and i grew up there my whole family is from there um and i i went to my my both my parents both are architects 
So, uh, and my father, my grandfather was um, an art collector from um, Venezuelan painters and, and national art. And my grandmother was, uh, my, my father's mother, um, she was very um, like a gardener and enthusiast. Um, enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. She she had like all this um all all my uh, every like there there was a, a huge garden around my my grandparents' um house with ma mango trees and she also had a huge collection of orchids. So I was like uh when I was growing up I was um, surrounded with about um, you know from beautiful things from a lot of nature my dad is always uh, um, he's been also a very um, nature and gardener and orchid um, uh, fan so I've always been surrounded by nature um, and every time we did a like a family trip like a vacation We've always go uh, go to a museum or to an art gallery, so things like that. And I remember my parents always talking about, you know, uh, construction materials and you know perspective, you know, and a lot of things that um made me like aware of like everything, you know, and and. And that really helped me define that I wanted to to be a graphic designer. So I I knew that I wanted to do something artistic, but I didn't know what when I was in school. And then when I decided um, I didn't want to be an, an architect, but I wanted to do something more um, more express more expressive. I don't know. Uh, architecture yeah, can yeah. be very less technical, less technical yeah. and more uh, free flow, creative kind yeah. of work. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I went to graphic design school. It was um, the the career I I did in in Venezuela was very like complete. It had a lot of um, different subjects and the. The, the whole pensum was very rich. We did a lot of um, manual things like uh, screen printing or engravings and things like that. Like, uh, but I also learned about, well, you know, drawing, illustration, technical, uh, ex ex yeah, techni techniques to express some things and. And I, I also learned about Photoshop and all the graphic design softwares. So uh, at the end of my career, I developed like um, a special love for illustration. And um, yeah, the final years, like the, the last year, I, I was also like supported by a t-shirt and she was very, she was very, um strict like very she 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 didn't like anything like she was very like oh you have to be better you have to she was very strict i don't know if that works yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in, she was yeah she was a perfectionist she was hard. 
yeah, yeah. she was hard and, yeah. and she liked what I was doing so that for me was a huge push you know to to say okay let's trust this uh, so I I started developing I did a few exhibition solo shows in Venezuela I wasn't like really thinking about it I just did it you know it, it wasn't very um a huge thing but I wanted to show my my things to to my friends right, and to the people around me in my community so I did uh two solo shows before deciding that I wanted to leave the country because my father was very also supportive of me to to go and specialize myself in something more further there than, than just graphic design and the the country was um really deterior deteriorating like it was the, the the political scene and yeah we didn't see a lot of uh, opportunities there and what we saw was a lot of chaos and insecurity and and an, an unstable political situation and so we decided to come here we is me and my my boyfriend of that time that is my husband now my partner um he was always he was also living he's from there but his family is from europe and we decided to come here to spain because he had some family here and I wanted to do, I decided that I wanted to specialize myself in in pattern design, textile design. Well, the, the, the master I did was called um, Master in Surface and Textile Design in, in the Instituto Europeo de, design, de Diseño, de Design. And I thought that it was going to be like a good way to mix like this love for illustration and the the knowledge that I had from from the graphic design and the softwares and all the the computer and the technical stuff. Um, and I did that for a year and yeah, the whole transition transition from Venezuela to Spain was uh was hard, of course. Uh, this was in two thousand seven. And at the beginning, I was, when I was in, before that, when after I graduated from college, I started like printing my own things and uh, I was uh, creating my own um, t-shirts and bags and things in my, in my house. Um, and I was selling them in markets and all to my friends and, and, known, and the people that I know, that I knew. And I stopped that when I came here, but that already was like a, like a special place for me. And that's how Cayena Blanca was born. Like I, I love to, to the idea to create something like a product with my illustrations. I've, I've always loved or, or, or been searching this uh, way to, let's say object, I don't know how to, to put it in English, but give to my to my illustration especially uh like i'm i mean you know like you have a product you have a, um, a service but it's not only like the illustration and that's it i've I, I i've always loved the idea of making that into something else you know to so when i was in venezuela before coming here so i'm talking about 2007 i already started that i already had my name 
but then I came here and I went, and I started uh, started um, uh, doing the the textile design. I left the country. I was by myself here because my my partner was in another state, and it was really hard. It was my first uh, winter ever. Like we don't have a winter in Venezuela. My city is very hot, so uh, I got sick. I was missing my 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 family like very very much so there was a, a few years that i stopped like searching for for that um you know i'm going to do products or i'm going to do that. i was i was adjusting myself to the culture and to everything to all the change the changes but after a few years i started you know i started again like um understanding and and I started like producing again something for for Cayena Blanca so and and in that moment I was I actually worked for a uh, for Hewlett Packard for for many years and I was uh, doing reading card designs and I always worked remotely so I always had the opportunity to to keep growing that that side of that Cayena Blanca for me is like a portfolio it's like a, a way it's my place to show these things that I want to show that I feel like like I need to show to to everyone to or I just need to put them out there and it's always been like that since 2007 I have that that name and I, I remember I download uh, Instagram like the first week it was out. I don't, I don't know, maybe it was 2010 or 11. I don't, I'm not, I don't remember right now, but it's been like for, with me since a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm talking like, a, <laughs> I did a lot of like- <laughs> No, it's, it's interesting. So essentially you've like established um, your background and you know the in early life influences that you had because of your parents being architects because of your you know your grand grand uh, uh, father being an art collector your grandmother uh, you know growing a lot of like very fond of gardening so I can see that those are your early influences. And then you kind of, after coming to Barcelona, you, um, and you dabbled with art when you were there in Venezuela, but you did not have that much clarity, but then you did textile design. And then, you know, you um, also got yourself a, a full-time job, but you kept kind of progressing with your art on the side. So, um, um, what is, uh, because from, you know, what I saw of your solo show when I was in Barcelona, um, and what I've seen, uh, mentioned on your website, it's mainly watercolors, right? So now here, there are two things that I'd like to ask you. One is, um, why watercolors? And is that the only medium that you work with? That's one. And two, um, what uh, kind of um, are the motivating factors that help you to create your work? What really, 
you know, as I mentioned earlier at the start of our, our conversation, that it seems like you work, and I can see in the background as well, a lot of floral, um, you know, and forest and that kind of, of art. So is that your influence? Where did that come from? And uh, the first part was, of course, uh, is watercolor the only medium that you use? Or do you use other mediums as well? And why? Well, um, when I was in college and I was uh, with this teacher that I told you, the, the technique that we were uh, experimenting with in that moment that I created something that you like was watercolor. And I don't know, I, I love the, the, the fluidity and the, the surprise of the watercolor, especially the way that I work with it, that it's not very conventional or um, institutional, I don't know, like classical way to work watercolor. I like the, the you know, the wash, the water and how it mixed together. Um, the fact that the less you touch it, it's the best because you will get something more unique. And all of that, I think, um, has helped me a lot to to express myself and also kind of um, uh, challenge myself with other things that are more like having more patience when you're painting um like waiting it waiting it out wait it out to 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 dry and then continue adding things and and things like that i feel um i work with acrylic at, at the beginning i worked with acrylics a little bit and with markers markers and and i was doing a lot of line drawings you know like something more sketchier and a long time ago this is 2005 so um and the the I, I i kept that line for for a few years and i was doing a lot of uh line drawings with uh then washes on top of it and things like that and at some point i i left it behind and i changed um so for many years i did just use watercolor um different types like i did liquid watercolors i did inks i mixed them then i was just doing uh godet and the typical um pen you know and then i in like a few years back i i changed or i evolved i don't know i i yeah, I moved from only working on paper and I wanted to, to work on canvas. Now, because, for example, this is paper, but yeah. this is this is a stretch canvas, this is a stretch canvas, and this too. So when I started uh, working and I wanted to go bigger and and made a uh, bigger scale, I started I started um, making my own pigments, my own my own paint. So I bought pigments that could be used uh, with uh, with a watercolor medium or a wash medium too. So I I am creating both when I am painting in a bigger scale. I also am cre creating my own 
watercolor pens. So I have my own like color palette. And I um now I'm able to, you know, really do the quantity that I need. And I'm also um experimenting a lot with spray paint um and a lot of also fluorescent fluorescent uh, pigments yeah one of one of a really cool thing about the exhibition that i'm sorry you missed was from the for the opening i made um like an installation and you know in taller balan when you go to the back and to the left where the 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 workshops happen all of that i closed it completely like it was a black room and i suspended like a uh, it was a fabric. It was a canvas, but it was more like a, a um a fabric that it wasn't stretched. So it was like um something that was, and and it was uh, with uh, I worked with fluorescent pigments and uh, the the light also the the UV light. So it 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 created a really cool effect. So I'm always like trying new things, you know. But yeah. it's always been it's always yeah. been watercolors. It's all it's always been wash that that the wash also gives you this fluidity you know i like that i need that fluidity the in color in that movement and about the second question um you know yes i'm always inspired by nature but i feel like this nature that i paint that it's really um it's not real it's not realistic it's a way to put like a like a materialize or my ideas or my thoughts or or my my yeah my uh, um anelos my longings <laughs> okay my you know these feelings that i have you know, the feelings that I have. I'm a very sensitive person and I've always feel that, that I see the world differently than most of the people that, or most of the people that I have around me. And I've, I always have this, uh, a lot of, a lot of like, yeah, like ideas or, or things, you know, inside that I needed to express somehow. So for me, it's like a necessity and I am not, I mean, it's not like, oh, I go to the, to the countryside or I go to a, a floral shop and I get inspired by a certain flower. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That could happen, but if I need to paint right now, I will start doing it without thinking about something spe uh, specific. Yes. You know, it's like, it's like if, I'm an instrument, you know, and when I'm painting, I don't really think about, um, um, you know, the concept behind it. When I'm doing a textile design, it's different. If if I'm doing it for me, usually, um, I don't think too much. But if I'm working for a client or something, it's different. I have to follow a story and I have to follow, you know, some rules. Yeah. But um, for it was really hard for me to to do this show, the the Essencia show that you went to, my solo show, because some of the pieces I've had it, I have them, I've had them in my house for two or three years, and I just wasn't ready to show them, you know, and I don't know why, but it it's been like a a very long process with my paintings. Because the textile design, my textile designer job, it's for me more commercial, it's more steady, I have more work of that and more income from that. But my paintings and the others, the other side is more personal. So I don't want to rush it. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this show and 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 what's your inspiration? You know, that's the, the biggest question ever. And for me, I come to, to this name, Essencia, because it's what is, you know, it's, you can see flowers, of course, you can see flowers, but for me, it's like feelings, you know, it's like memories. It's, uh, it's something that I have inside that I can put a name on it. And you, of course, because it's always this type of, you know, forms and it's very organic and, I love flowers, I love nature, but I don't see it. Um, I think the inspiration is not very literal, you know, it's mm. it's more about about myself, I think. Yeah, so it's it's more, um, you know, it's, yeah, I, I understand. So it's not, you know, the physical flowers that you see or the forest that you go into that actually um gives you that inspiration it it actually comes from your sentiments your uh you know how you're feeling at the time uh so that's what is your creative process because everyone has a different creative process right so i guess that is your creative process um okay so um any um you know, any kind of particular art uh, or piece that you created has actually stayed with you. I mean, you have mentioned that, you know, your textile, uh, your is commercial, so you're not, you're attached, but, you know, you, you do get, um, uh, you monetize from it, but your canvas and, and paper art, you're not quite you're now starting to share it but earlier you were not quite willing to share it so um any one piece that has um stayed with you 
any one piece that you've created and um, that you're not willing to, you know, sell commercially or willing to share with anyone. So is there anything that is so close to your heart that you can talk mm. about? <laughs> I don't know. Like I have very special pieces, for example, um, in the show, you know, the, the big painting memories that was behind the front desk. I don't know uh -huh. if you remember. Yeah. It was a big, yeah. very big painting. That was the, the first big canvas that I painted. And my second baby was just born. And I don't know, I got this idea that I needed to do that in the like in that moment I mean it wasn't like just more but it was I don't know four or five months after and I remember the the way that I painted it was very complicated because I didn't have space um so I was like rolling it up a little bit painting letting it dry then rolling it up it was really hard it was very a challenge for me and I was experienced a lot with um, a lot of uh, longing. Is that a word? Longing. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, in that moment. And I was um, thinking a lot about memories and how, because you are way, especially, I don't, I don't go home often. You know, it's been maybe 10 years since I've been to Venezuela. So I feel like sometimes memories and of things and, and places and people just you know vanish or change or deteriorate deteriorate so I was um you know just thinking a lot about that and that's why I, that's when I started doing um this if you see the painting you are going to see like it's some of the some of the forms that are like drop dripping or like you can say they're crying or maybe it's like the the forms are are there but they are somehow vanishing or something that was what i wanted to to accomplish so for me it's very special because it was like the beginning of this uh new chap chapter that i started when i when i started working on on, on canvas nobody forced me to do it i wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. And everyone in the family is very attached to that piece because it's, I mean, you can see the, the melancholy on it or I can see it, but um, there's a lot of nice colors and it's very, it's it, what you read, it's, 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 it's more happier than sad. Then I, I did a, another one um, that it's very, it's, it's, it's more heavy. Um, so yeah, that one is very special for me. I mean, if I, if I was rich, I, I wouldn't sell it, you know, <laughs> but if someone says that I wants to buy it, I would probably sell. But it, it would it would hurt me. Uh, I know I, I would I would miss it, especially because for me, it's like a trophy, you know, it's like, oh, you did this. You it, know? Was like it was difficult. Yeah, it was the beginning of a journey and it was, yeah. you know, like you mentioned, um, that's very interesting the way you say that um, there was a lot of a lot of memories tend to fade and, you know, and there was a little bit of sadness 
because of that um, and then how you use that to bring out that emotion onto canvas uh, is is you know exactly what I guess what you're meaning so no that's interesting yeah. do you think um, art is I mean clearly you talk to an artist um, every artist will say that it's therapeutic um, and you know and a lot of people who are going through mental health um, are encouraged to um, to take up art so that they can express uh, if they're not able to verbalize then they can express their emotions and their sentiments and everything on on canvas or on paper or whatever it may be so um, do you think art, in your opinion, has the ability to actually change lives for people? Okay, so yes, but I think you can also like change uh, lives finding something they they love. I don't know how to, let me try again. So for me, uh, it's, it is still very thera therapeutic or to, to paint. You know? Sometimes houses, the house is a chaos. And if I, if I can, you know, I will take my husband, I can eat an hour and then come here and I paint. It doesn't happen all the time. And it's not always like that. But for me, it's like a way to, or, or maybe at night, I, I want to paint a little bit to relax myself. I don't know, for me, it is. But I think that art, for me, it's therapeutic, or it has changed my life, or it has, it has given me like a purpose, I think. I think you can also find this, um, or yeah, find this feeling with finding what you really love. And and doing that, you something that you love. For example, I don't know if someone uh, is having a hard time, but what they what they love what they love is gardening or cooking, you know, or doing something. I think it's super important that everyone uh, gets that chance, you know, to to do something they enjoy because. It makes you, of course, happier and you're going to be a better person to everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And what I feel and what I can see sometimes, um, and, and I see this a lot, is that a lot of people don't know what they like, you know, doesn't know or don't know. Uh, they, they haven't found that because they haven't questioned themselves or they, they haven't been being led to question themselves. And... So yeah, art for uh, when I was in school, I remember my last project on to to graduate was um working with the with the left uh as me the left side of the brain. Okay. The, the, yeah. Um and how uh it was going to be it was yeah, it was more efficient to teach a math for example to second graders with uh with um drawings and you know graphic things and not just the numbers and it was this was like i don't know 20 years ago 
you know. So I've always uh, been interested in, in in this part of ourselves that we all have. But I don't think that everyone um, can really lose themselves in art. I don't know. Um, I think you have to to have this uh, this cell. I don't know this thing on yourself that will let you allow to do that. Because I don't know. I see my husband, and I don't see him. Um, uh, enjoying painting but he enjoys doing other things that he does and makes him happy you know so I think that the, the the key is finding something that makes you happy that makes you happy inside oh I'm doing this because I really like it and like I don't mind anything else and I think that feeling finding that is can change lives you know yeah okay so it has to come from within um it can't be forced, um, you know, you can't. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair, yeah. Um, so what are some of your, uh, you know, some uh, projects that you're working on at the moment? Um, and if you can talk a little bit about that before we close the, the interview. Okay, um, well, I'm, I'm always uh, working on, on, like, on my portfolio, on my website, updating the library. So right now I'm, I'm, I'm really focused on that. I am finishing another uh, fabric design, fabric collection um, that, that I need to, to, to start like the, the whole process of uh, working with the client and, and continue doing that. But I'm I'm focusing on that, and I also want to 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 make another another show. Maybe um, bring this show with something new to another city or another country. That's like an uh, an option, and some ideas uh, we have been talking about with uh, with Kim and Luis in Taller Balam. So I want to now that I'm out. I think that I need to keep. Uh, pushing that uh, so I'm, I think it's um, always the first step that um, is hard but once you get a taste okay, yeah. of it yeah and and it works then you know then obviously you get excited and you want to do um, a more and more of that so um, yes yeah so so that's been interesting thank you uh, maria for sharing you know your thoughts your inspiration your your backstory um and you know what you're currently doing and all of that your philosophy on art i think it's it's been quite um informative and um also i mean you know, anything that uh, you may want to, because you've got a lot of experience in um, textile design as well as, you know, obviously um, art um, on canvas and, and painting. Um, is there anything that you would like to, to share your thoughts uh, on with, you know, artists who are just, starting to discover themselves as artists is there any kind of piece of advice that you would like to give them um 
Yes, I don't know if I know the word in English, but um, I would say consistency. <laughs> yeah, like you have to continue doing um, just a few designs or a few paintings won't change your whole scenario. You have to keep pushing yourself and and keep doing it even though you're not selling or even though you haven't found that place that you need to, to show your work, for example, or you don't have any clients. One part, of course, of working by yourself and if you're working as an artist and you don't have representation, as uh, in my case, this, there's a part that you always have to be contacting people, creating presentations, you know, finding the clients uh, a little bit or more, depending on the, the the workflow that you have. But there's another part that I think is the hardest is that is that you have to keep doing, you know, keep doing things, keep improving, keep experimenting, keep growing, keep um, producing producing especially if you're, if you're painting keep painting you know it's don't wait that after a few paintings you're going to to sit and and see how it sells because um further than that i think there's a lot of i think art is not something that just you you come to this point and that's it you know you you come to this point you have enjoyed that point but you have to continue it's like a, a journey that is never done it's forever and ever while you are alive you know or why why do you want to um, give your time to that but i think it's like it's like a, a consistency job like you have to work and work and work and yeah <laughs> okay okay i don't want to be hard i don't want to be hard it's, it's not like of course there's a lot of um enjoyment and happiness and and when i see one of my prints in in something that i have or a dress or something it's like something that it's it's like a feeling you know that it's really rewarding and 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 all of that but it's been a, a long journey for me and i've never stopped so it's hard to keep working when you are maybe not being paying what you want to, or you're not selling the way you want to. But the only way is to keep, you know, keep uh, exercising that part of or, or that style that you have. You know, those those ideas they need to they need to to keep. You know, you have to keep producing like yeah always yeah you can stop a lot of people have like you know creative blocks and they just can uh continue or they just need to stop and my advice there is don't rush it don't put extra stress on yourself try to deal with life in that moment and if you don't paint for a year because you're having a hard time or, or you can, the contrary, maybe you are just traveling the world and you don't want to paint, that's completely fine. It's not like after a year, you're not going to be able to do anything or that you're going to start over. You're going to continue that. It's so, but okay, you took a year and then you came back. You know, yeah. it's it's something that it's always need to be fitting, you know? It's always no. It's some something that always needs to be fed. Yeah, correct. Yeah, 
and I think uh, the creative mind, uh, and and if you're an artist or a writer, even writers get like a block, right? A writer's block. But if you're a creative person, I think like the key word here, as you've mentioned, is consistency and to keep, you know, at it and don't don't um, think that there will be results, financial gains, uh, you know, five paintings later. I think you have to be consistent. You have to have like a, a portfolio and a bank of art, um, you know, that that you love, that you've done from the bottom of your heart. And then, you know, and things will happen. So don't like block yourself. Um, and that's the message. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you start painting and you have like, I don't know, 50 or 60 pieces and you're going to present your work and you only have to choose five, you know, but you need it to do those I'm not saying a number, you know, yeah. but even though you're not showing it because you don't like it, it's okay. But you needed to do that <laughs> to be able to yeah. do the other thing that you did that you like. Yeah. You know, it's so it's not it's not that you're gonna use everything, it's not that you're gonna sell everything, it's but it's it's something that it's the only way to to find that style, to find that to 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 perfection that technique that you're using or you know, to to grow. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's <very laughs> Thank you so much, Payot. Thank you, Maria. I really enjoyed talking. Thank to you for you. inviting me. You have a lot to um to share and I wish you all the very best. And the next time I'm in Barcelona, which will be a few months from now, I will please. definitely look you up. Okay, please. <laughs> I will look forward to it, okay? I look yeah. forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.